I'd like to welcome everyone to the Florence Weinberg Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Florence by him, Weinberg, and the good doctor is uh, is here with us each and every week, and I'm very proud to be her co-host. And uh, she's the author of 15 books. She's got more on the way. She is the subject of a documentary which is about to blast out to everywhere, and everyone's going to be uh, seeing it, and, and I think you'll love her. Uh, even more when you get to see her. She's lovely. She's uh, terrific. And she might be living in the state of, who knows, maybe the next president of the United States or one of the next presidents of the United States. Uh, I think a lot of people are saying, oh, God, I hope not, because they know she comes from, <laughs> she comes from Texas. But, uh, Doc, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you, Frank? Good. And and how true is that? Is there a possibility that that your guy, uh, your governor, be, I think there's a possibility he'll be a candidate. Yes, uh, he he definitely is showing signs that he wants to be uh, the next Trump, a neo Trump. Oh boy! Uh, and that's that's what I want to talk about because he has been doing crazy things uh, from my point of view, <laughs> but for, from his point of view, uh, he is playing to the Trump base. There's no question about it. Well, it begs the question, and I'm sure a lot of people would agree, uh, does the country need a new Trump? Haven't we had enough of the old Trump? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, yeah. There is a large group of people, uh, and I have some statistics on it, but a large group of people on the right who believe that Trump will be reinstated in August. Oh, boy. Uh, by a military coup. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, all of this is being pushed by right, uh, right-wing right media. Uh, there's There are at least two TV stations that are further right than, uh, than Fox News. Newsmax and, is uh, one. Uh, Newsmax is one. And then there is, let me see here. Um, what is it? Is that other one? I'm looking in my notes and not finding it. Um, it's O A N, One America Network. Oh. And uh, it is pushing, even pushing uh, QAnon conspiracy theories. Oh wow. Yeah. That, that's way right. That that's a, that's a super right station if they're pushing yeah, QAnon. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, here are the statistics on who believes what now. Um, there are th- these are the ones who listen to far-right news organizations. Uh, four in ten, so forty percent, agree with the statement that the government, the media, and the financial world in this country are controlled by a group of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who run a global child sex trafficking operation. Mm, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 40% of those people who are listening to Newsmax <laughs> and OAN. Oh, my God. Wow. And 48, so almost half, believe that there is a storm coming soon that will sweep away the elites in power and restore the rightful leaders, and that means Trump. Trump, the uh, the second coming, um, yeah. And it's kind of funny that they say they it'll get rid of the elite. Uh, you know, coming 
you know, they're talking about a man who was born into a tremendous amount of money and and blew a tremendous amount of money and yes. and regained his family fortune only when his father died, and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, so you know, they're they're idealizing, um, you know, a man who was uh, who's from the elite. And again, I'm not I'm trying not to pass judgment, but I mean that's I I think that's a fact, right? I mean it's you know they're yes. Yeah, they're talking about the elite. Uh, I mean, Joe. Actually, Joe Biden is is a blue collar guy. I think Joe Joe yes, Biden grew up more like you and me, you know, than uh, than Donald Trump did. That's for sure. No, uh, Donald Trump is uh, way out out of their class as far as finances are concerned. As far as culture is concerned, uh, I think Joe Biden outclasses him by a mile. But and so do most of us. Um, somehow or other, uh, Trump missed out on the culture vote. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then more more than four. That's again almost fifty percent agree that because things have gotten so far off the track, the true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country. What percentage is that? That's four in ten. Oh my God! Forty percent of the people. Yeah. That were and listening. so, um, uh, this um, it, let's see. It, it says all three of these statements are beliefs beliefs held by the QAnon conspiracy movement, which has been completely and thoroughly debunked in any any number of times, and yet is believed by uh, four in ten of the people who are uh, watching. Uh, these newscasts, these far-right newscasts, uh, Newsmax, Newsmax, and OAN. Uh, and uh, I have contended from the beginning uh, of this movement, in other words, midway or even earlier through Trump's presidency, that these, these propaganda networks are poisoning our nation. And there's not a thing we can do about it because we believe in freedom of speech, and therefore, all of these lies can just uh, be promulgated and passed off as true. And uh, people love to believe in uh, uh, in crazy things. I think the, the, the more outlandish, the more they will want to believe it, and uh, and so that that. Uh, portion of the uh, of the listening and watching public uh, has fallen for this and they live in that universe and they cannot be persuaded otherwise I mean, you can't argue with these people they no. know better wow i mean just wow okay so this is the crowd that uh, governor greg abbott has in mind and he has done the following things uh he has um, cut off all funding to the state legislature just just yesterday. And it's not not because the state legislature was far left, <laughs> because the state legislature has done exactly what uh, this portion of the population wants. They have passed the most restrictive voter bill in the United States, for one thing, even worse than Georgia's. They have, um, uh, 
they have just passed this uh, constitutional carry law for open carry of guns and uh, uh, people, anybody, anybody now in Texas can buy a gun. So all the uh, the insane people, yep. uh, the, the kids. What is the age? What What is the age that you can carry? 21, but uh, but a kid 17 can pretend to be 21. And yeah, of course. With it, I think. Yeah, no doubt. Paint on a mustache and, <laughs> yeah. and go in um, and get himself a gun, and especially if he's angry at the world. Uh, at that point in teenage, when uh, when teen- teenagers hate everybody and feel that they're being victimized by everybody uh, and are apt to go, if they have the means to do so, uh, go shoot people. Um, like uh, like the, the one who shot up the, uh, the uh, elementary school. Yeah, uh, he was a teenager in that stage and also killed his mom. So, those kids anyway, in Columbine, you know, they, they Columbine, you know. yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. Yeah. So uh, all all of these people, anybody, uh, people who have no idea how to handle a gun. Uh, the latest uh, 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 Newsweek uh, magazine um, uh, is asking why why. Uh, are the statistics so terrible? Homicides have been up in the past year. Why is that? And I think it's because more and more people are getting guns. It's very right. simple. Yeah, right. If you distribute guns to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, you're going to have more people shooting. So, yeah, it's, it sounds logical to me. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why why the question even arises. It's quite obvious. So anyway, this right-wing legislature that just had its funding cut off by the governor uh, passed that law, passed the uh, the voting restriction law. Um, And the other thing is that it it did not uh, do anything much about uh, the, the power grid that failed us in the middle of winter. And uh, we were warned uh, in the middle of the week when the temperatures were nearing 100 here in Texas uh, that it might fail again because it didn't have enough power for all the air conditioners that were on across the state. And nothing's being done about that. Instead, the governor, this is another governor thing, has just designated $250 million to continue building the wall. And this is a play for Trump's base also. Uh, so we'll have a wall across all of southern Texas, which is, uh, I don't know how many miles. It, it comes close to uh, a thousand, I expect, with all the curves in it. A thousand miles. I mean, uh, that's that's a tremendous expense. And yeah, well, of course, $250 million will not go very far in building that wall, no. that's for sure. But it sure does take away from the uh, power grid, <laughs> yeah. which could have been funded with those $250 million. I would have no, thought the power no. grid would have been the top priority of that legislature and the governor. Yes, because, yes, because uh, that uh, being without electricity and therefore without heat and light killed 
uh, we now estimate 700 people. Oh my gosh! They froze oh my gosh! Yeah. So uh, no, no, uh, we don't care about those people. They were probably Democrats anyway. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! Is this terrible? What what a terrible situation! My God. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, what's happening uh, now that the uh, the pay has been cut off to the state legislature, despite the fact that they did uh, the right wing bidding, um, is that the uh, the staff. It's not the legislators themselves who are hurting because most of them have uh, independent means. Uh, the state doesn't pay them very much to be legislators. Uh, it's the it's the people beneath them, who are the secretaries and the uh, uh, God knows what, uh, the accountants and, and so on, uh, who, who actually run things at the state legislature. They are the ones who depend on those salaries to survive, and now they are suddenly without their paycheck. So, um, what the speculation is is that the uh, state legislature will be called back in special se- session by the governor after July 4th, of course. So uh, this situation of not having any money won't last too long, we trust. But uh, especially for the poor uh, staff people, uh, they're the only ones I'm concerned about. And, of course, he did it. The governor did this. Because the Democratic state legislators walked out in order to break the quorum because this uh, extremely restrictive voter uh, bill uh, had been, uh, had been uh, put together in secret session. And then, instead of allowing it to the uh, state-mandated 24 hours for debate... <coughs> Those rules were suspended by the, uh, the majority party, the Republicans, and they immediately sent it to the, uh, uh, to uh, or wanted to send it, intended to send it to Abbott. Uh, and of course, they couldn't because they couldn't get a final vote because the quorum had, had disappeared. The Democrats had walked out, and that's why the governor has cut off all funds to all the legislators. Uh, so, uh, in a sense, this is a, uh, an insane move, but in another sense, it's exactly what this right-wing, nutty uh, uh, constituency would want. Uh, just, you know, just start those bastards out, excuse the word. <laughs> um. <laughs> you're forgiven. Under the circumstances, you're, you're forgiven. I, you know, it doesn't, I, it doesn't sound to, I, I think, the average person that, your governor deserves a promotion, uh, but then again, he wants to move from from governor to president. It's uh, I don't know. Right. You know, usually you earn a promotion. Uh, do Do you think that the the people of Texas are fond of him? It's maybe right. Well, uh, some of them sure are. They they reelected him once. Uh, he's been governor since 2015. Yeah. So. Uh, so he will be up for the end of his second term in 2022. Hmm. So I don't know whether he'll uh, he'll run again or whether he'll declare his uh, uh, his candidacy. I suppose he can declare his candidacy, 
candidacy, whether he's governor. So if he's reelected again, uh, and he may well be, because the state is gerrymandered in such a way that uh, the big populous uh, counties uh, only have one uh, state legislator or one uh, uh, one representative, one elector, uh, for instance, for the electoral college, whereas the rural uh, counties have uh, have the same amount. So our uh, our democratic concentrations in the cities uh, don't carry much weight. So he may very well be reelected by by the fact that the state is so so heavily gerrymandered. And I think they're going to go after it again uh, in a special session. So probably this year they will re-gerrymander and make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How just and, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, even though I think there is a majority of Democrat Democratic voters in uh, in Texas. Uh, they won't have a voice, and of course, this restrictive voter uh, bill that they um, they rushed it through without allowing the Democrats uh, a chance to debate it. Um, and uh, uh, for instance, it only allows one uh, ballot box per county. Wow! What is that? That's <laughs> so Maverick County. Uh, that this town of Eagle Pass, which probably has something like 10,000 souls living in it, and uh, all of Maverick County, which may have another three or 4,000 people, it will get a a one ballot box. Um, Now, Harris County, which is Houston, and Houston has two Two and a third million people. It's the fourth most populous city in the United States. It gets. Uh, it has three counties. It includes three counties besides Harris, but Harris is the biggest. It's one box each. For, for what is this about? I mean, this is outrageous. I mean, this is outrageous. That's <laughs> uh, terrible. What what a situation that is. Uh, can you explain yeah. to people who? who are just tuning in, like, what? what's the rationale? Why are they doing that? Uh, some people might hawken back to even Jim Crow. <laughs> Maybe that's too dramatic, but Jim Crow-type laws. Oh, absolutely. There's you know. no doubt. Yeah, I don't and think that's course, an exaggeration. Early, uh, early voting has been cut back so that there are not as many days in early voting. And on Sunday, they uh, have started early. Early voting cannot take place until 1 o'clock. Uh, so they, therefore, are cutting, hoping to cut out the souls to the polls people, uh, especially uh, in large centers like uh, Houston and Dallas. Uh, Dallas is, by the way, the eighth largest city in in the country. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so they, and also they're uh, in Harris County. The county uh, allowed. Uh, 24-hour voting on the on election day, mm. and wow. also drive-through voting. Well, that's great. And more than 50 percent of the voters in uh, in that period and using that method uh, were black people. 
that, that's been uh, determined. Uh, so obviously, outlawing both of those things. No more 24-hour voting, no more drive-through voting, and mail-in voting now requires uh, that uh, the person uh, wanting to use a mail-in vote uh, will have to request it. And up to now, Texas uh, automatically sent out to all people over 65, that included me, uh, sent out a mail-in voter, uh, a ballot, and uh, and I have used it a couple of times. Uh, sometimes I went in anyway, uh, but uh, I went in and voted in person simply because I felt uh, somehow that uh, it was more reliable yeah. than trusting yeah. the mails. But, uh, uh, but now I will have to request this, and I have to give my... Uh, Social Security, uh, last four digits of my Social Security number and or my driver's license in order to uh, secure a mail-in ballot, if you please. And uh, I suspect that they may be adding uh, a demand for a photo. Wow. So that would cut out all the people who don't have access to a camera or uh, the means to print out a photo. Or even those without a license. I mean, there are people who just don't have licenses. Yeah, that's right. Lots of people who don't drive, they don't have a license. Exactly. Terrible. Terrible practice. Uh, Really terrible. Yeah. So all of this in the name of making, making voting more secure so there will be no more fraud. Yeah, right. And I think the legislators are very aware that uh, there was no fraud and that uh, uh, Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States. But in order to remain in power, they are espousing the the, uh, Trump lie that there was massive voter fraud. And uh, and so they uh, they are using that as a convenient means to grab you know anyone that uh, that is on the on the right, and it's only folks that are on the right that believe that there was a tremendous fraud. Uh, all they need to do is uh, is just reach out to their old pal Lindsey. Uh, oh my God, I just went blank. Lindsey Graham, and and ask him if there was fraud. And he, you know, I thought he gave a very the day of the insurrection. You know that that riot mm-hmm. caused. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people would argue by the president. Um, it, it, and on January 6th, Lindsey Graham said, hey, look, the, the president came to me and he said, I wanted him to win. I prayed. I prayed Joe Biden would lose. Uh, he, he said, but they came to me, the president, and they said, we have we have 10,000 uh, examples of voter fraud. And he says, oh, show it to me. Great. And I, they didn't show it to me. And then and after, I, after a while, I said, OK, don't show me 10,000. Show me uh, show me a thousand. You don't have a thousand. OK, show me a hundred. Finally, I said, show me 10. And then I said, and this is Lindsey Graham talking, not me. This is a big supporter of Donald Trump. He said, show me one. Show me one example of voter fraud. And they, they couldn't show it to me. That's Lindsey Graham, Doc, that, that, yeah. that said that. You know, I mean, it's like, I, why would Lindsey Graham lie not to get his right. buddy Donald right. Trump in? You know, I mean, he would, he's, I think he was, he was just being honest. That was a moment of honesty for Lindsey Graham. Yes. Yes, right. 
Yeah, no, it's it's a pure pure power grab is what it is, because they know better. They really do. They yeah. know that Joe Biden is the president of the United States and that he won fair and square and uh, and pretty handily, too. Yeah, electoral landslide. Yeah, in some states, of course, about this kind of seat, Georgia being one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But, it's electoral uh, college. They look if they wanted to call Trump an electoral landslide against Hillary Clinton, then they got to call this an electoral landslide. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing. That's you know? right. right. Yeah, well, this this one went more for Biden than than uh, it, they went for Trump the yes. last time. Right. Yeah. Well, and what's uh, who is funding all of this? Well, there is uh, something called the Donors Trust, which is set up as a nonprofit organization that is shelling out millions of dollars to uh, uh, various subgroups like Turning Point USA. I hate to say it. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even say that. I want to change is. my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's run by somebody named Charlie Kirk. So t- Turning Point USA. Well, listen, I'm, I'm a putting in for a change, uh, na- change name change immediately. <laughs> wow. Uh, don't you do it. You had the original title. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you could sue them. For That's right. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, then there's Project Veritas, uh, and they produce videos proving that, uh, uh, that Hillary Clinton is cannibalizing babies. <laughs> they they have a picture to prove it. Oh my God. To prove it. Uh, and uh, there is something. It's called V Dare. V D A R E, all in caps. And I don't know what it stands for, but anyway, it's another one of these groups that is uh, copiously funded by donors trust. Uh, and uh, I think they are also funding and bribing. Uh, state legislatures uh, across the country, the Republican state legislatures, in order to get them to pass um, pass these uh, uh, voter restriction bills. And they must also be funding the Arizona fraud it, <laughs> uh, the audit so-called, that is supposed to be wrapping up today uh, in Arizona, and that will probably crop up in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and so forth, if uh, donors trust can manage it. Mm. And so uh, that, the dark money, which is flowing like crazy from millionaires who are far right-wingers, and why are they funding this this fraud on the public and uh, trying to destroy democracy? Because with a democracy, they can't rule the country. Right. And uh, once they have uh, all the reins of power in their hands, they can set up an autocrat uh, similar to Trump, but maybe similar to Greg Abbott, uh, and uh, and rule the country uh, in a dictatorial fashion. Mm-hmm. So we are really, really, really in danger of losing our democracy. More more than any time before. It's it's ironic that never they, before has there been a conspiracy of this magnitude. No, this is this is. I mean, this isn't this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy, right? This is a. That's uh, right. It's you know. 
absolutely this is not fiction. I mean, it's a fact. I mean, it's it's a fact what's happening here. And again, whether you agree or disagree with the the point, it's it's a fact, right? I mean, this is this is the agenda that's happening right. here. And it's ironic that they would use uh, under the guise under the guise of 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 making voting more secure, they they're restricting voting. I mean, we should just open up everybody that wants to vote, let them vote. As long as you know, look, criminals and felons. Uh, you know, I think you, you know in in many cases that you, you want to restrict those people or whatever. But that's uh, you know, look, it, it, the people of under age uh, eighteen, of course, you want to we want them to restrict. I'm fine with the age that it is, but I I mean, you know, to to make it easy for people to vote should be our goal. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Yes, and of course the uh, uh, the uh, Voting Rights Act that is being uh, put put to a vote, that is, uh, whether to debate the Voting Rights Act is being put to a vote today in the U.S. Senate. And of course it will be immediately, immediately voted down by uh, the Republican bloc. And that's what makes this all so terribly dangerous because Mitch McConnell is in the pockets of donors' trust. He must be funded by them uh, and, and because he wants our government to be an autocracy. He would be a star player in an autocracy So uh, and has been a star player all along. And so, and for some reason, he holds the uh, the entire Republican uh, membership in the Senate in thrall, in, enslaved to him. And when he says we will not have a single vote for this, they all fall in line like sheep and vote no. And that's the end of that. And so, of course, he wants to get rid of of the uh, the voter. Uh, legislation because it is allowing more people to vote, and if more people vote, the Republicans will not win. Right. <laughs> it's simple right. because they do not want to uh, to fix the infrastructure. They're going to vote against the infrastructure bill as a block. Uh, they do not want people to vote, and so on and so anything. And they voted. They tried to get rid of the ACA, Obamacare. So they were going to take away from millions and millions of Americans the, the only health insurance they have. The Democrats, yeah, uh, including Republicans. I mean, Repub- I, I know, I know course, Republicans everybody. who who secretly, quietly said, "I, you know, I like, uh, I like Obamacare." You know, like I, I've never had um, uh, health insurance before. I, I need Obamacare. Uh, and they, you know, yeah. you can't say that because you know the the rich Republicans don't want it; they don't need it. That's right, exactly, exactly. No. So, and and of course, the the less wealthy are struggling uh, to avoid Obamacare, <laughs> and are paying through the nose. Oh, the other thing was that uh, the. Um, uh, the Republicans wanted to raise the tax rate, uh, the, the uh, gas tax rate, in order to pay for the infrastructure bill, which they're going to vote against anyway. 
But uh, the, uh, the Democratic side pointed out that if you raise the gas tax, then you are abusing the people who can afford it least. So the poor people then, uh, the poor working poor who have to drive distances to commute to work or simply to go to the grocery store because they don't have decent groceries in their neighborhoods, uh, they are the ones who are going to be paying a higher higher percentage of their pay, measly pay, which is probably $10.50 an hour, uh, to buy gasoline. Uh, and so, of course, the Democrats don't want to raise the gas tax. They want to ta- tax the rich who can afford it and who are not paying taxes at all right now of just a tiny, tiny fraction, like 1% of their, uh, of their uh, uh, profits during this past year. Um, so uh, the majority of American people, about 80%, want the the, uh, voter rights bill, and obviously they want the infrastructure bill. But the Senate pays no attention to that because they're enthralled to McConnell, who's enthralled to Donors Trust. Mm. (laughs) So this conspiracy has reached into the highest levels of our government. And of course, it has also packed the Supreme Court. Mm. We are really in danger I keep crying out in the wilderness. Well, it's losing rights. You know, we're, uh, we, we've over the last few years uh, are endangered of losing rights. First of all, a, a woman's right to her, her own body, right? That's, yes. that's coming into, uh, into question. Uh, a person's right to vote, a person's encouragement to, uh, to vote, uh, a person's right to, uh, you know, look, you know, the the Texas legislature, and you told us this either last time or the, the time before, the week before, and, you know, a couple of people commented to me, uh, you know, that, uh, it, you know, the it, it's all a smokescreen, what you were saying, uh, where, you know, they, people, were, they, they were voting on things like transgender participation in sports. Yeah. I had a long conversation right. with a man about a show we had a couple of weeks ago where, I, you know, and he's saying, hey, he's a reasonable guy. Um, he's actually a Republican. Uh, he's a Republican, but he's saying, you know, while they're doing that, they're not, uh, they're not focusing on the real stuff. So those are all distractions. Right. Exactly. You know, yep. uh, should should a transgender um, uh, teen be able to play soccer? You know, I mean, that's that's the issue. Really, that's an issue. It, it's, you know, it's the same thing with marriage equality. And, and forget it. I don't think we're going to see it in Texas for a while. But marriage equality, where where people could choose to uh, choose to marry whoever they fall in love with, whether they are male, female, or, or you know transgender. But the right. the idea that and, and I I said this when when it passed here in New York, I said you know ten years from now we're going to say really, really this was an issue, you know I mean and but it's still uh, you know it, it, when I. When I talk to people that that really care about this, uh, people that are that are are in love with people of the same sex, they uh, you know they say, listen, you could say that all you want, but there's still states, there's still many states that don't allow 
a, a man to marry another man uh, or a woman to marry another woman. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't believe we, f- we choose who we fall in love with. You know, I think you fall, you know, there's, right. there's a lot of, uh, of biology that goes involved there. Can you imagine telling someone, telling someone, uh, you, oh, you love this, you love this person? Well, you can't marry them. Uh, no, they're the wrong right. gender or whatever. And then some, now, of course, some ridiculous that people. Was the law for many, many years. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't serve in the army. You yeah. couldn't marry, uh, and on and on. Uh, laws discriminating against gays, uh, and uh, under uh, under the Democrats, <laughs> uh, these laws were were changed. Uh, so now it's possible, but the Republicans want to put it back where it was. And of course, they want to restrict women so that uh, a woman cannot control her own body. Some middle-aged man is going to be controlling your body, honey. Somebody you don't even know right. uh, wow. will have a, that kind of authority over your life. And if you were raped and are pregnant, well, that's just tough, babe. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly amazing. You know, amazing, you know, the the world we still live in. It's getting better. You know, but it's it's far. Well, it was right. It was it was good. We we seem to be on a roll. We seem to be progressing to where you know where we were. We were becoming a civilization, or a, a truly civil a civilization to be proud of. And then all of a sudden, we yeah. seem to take ten steps backwards. Uh, you know, yep. just yep. in a big exactly. fell swoop. Yep. <laughs> yes, it's a pitiful state we're in right now, and I hope enough people. Li- here and uh, and will will make the effort to vote, although it'll be harder, especially here in Texas. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that uh, you know, and again, going back, going back to this, you know, so many, so many people will will tag on uh, libertarian. Oh, I have a I have a truly libertarian uh, feeling, and and it kind of ties into. Uh, conservatism uh, at at times, right? You know, libertarian and conservative. Yes, right. But it's, you know, so many people that have said that uh, at the, uh, you know, at the bottom of them, it, it's really them being uh, conservative if they don't allow somebody to marry somebody uh, that they choose, uh, you know, because they're the wrong gender, you know, uh, according to what that's that's not allowing people to live their lives uh, just freely. So it's it's oxymoronic in a sense uh, to uh, to have this uh, you know this attitude of of let government stay out of our lives, but at the same time mm-hmm. you're telling them who they can live with and who they can who they could marry and you know what they can call it. By the way, um, some people said to me because I was instrumental in in New York um, for getting the four Republican senators to uh, not instrumental. I was responsible. For getting the four Republican senators to to vote with the Democrats to give New York State marriage equality, and I, I say it with with complete pride, no pun intended, right? That uh, this was just a basic civil right that. Um, yeah, well, congratulations. Yeah, for that. well, it was it was great. But do you know how many friends of mine walked up to me and said, "Hey, you know, I, I fell in love with my hamster. Uh, sh- should I be allowed to?" Uh, marry my hamster or my dog. I, I, I'm starting to have a real fondness for my dog. Can I marry? I said, well, I, I think there's a bit of a difference between marrying a human being 
and marrying somebody out of species. So I, I you know, think. But people actually said that to me, and uh, you know, like Amazing. with a straight face. Amazing, of course. Uh, this is the sort of absurdity that people will invent in order to ridicule, ridicule someone who has who has principles. I mean, this this kind of thing happens all the time. Uh, the ridicule factor will bring people in line, uh, sometimes more than reasoning will. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so they'll try it on you for sure. Well, listen, let's let's uh, circle back, Greg, Greg Abbott. Right. He's uh, um, he, he might be the next president or he might be a presidential candidate, He's certainly leaning towards it. Give us a final word, if you would, Doc, on on Greg Abbott. And uh, and if you if you had another thought, please uh, say that first. But uh, let's circle back to Abbott. Um, that's where we started. And he is uh, he, he feels that he's earned himself a, a promotion. We'll see what what people think. How will he play on a national stage, Greg Abbott? Well, that's what I want to say. I just don't think that he will have uh, the appeal, the national appeal, uh, because uh, the previous Texas governor uh, didn't either. He, he was a, uh, a cowboy running around in uh, in boots and Stetson and, and all the rest, and, of course, he's probably carrying gun right now. Uh, but uh, anyway, as is Abbott, I imagine. Uh, but I just don't think that plays very well on the national stage. So even if uh, Greg Abbott uh, tries for the presidency, declares himself a candidate, I don't think it will go very far. He also has to stand up in debate. Uh, and although I think he's twice as bright as, uh, as Donald Trump, uh, he's, <laughs> he's certainly not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, you know, uh, uh, George W. Bush uh, may have been the last uh, the last Republican pr- uh, president that we ever see from Texas. And the, the reason being you in, in order to be the Republican nominee for governor in um, mm-hmm. in, in Texas, you've got to be pretty damn right wing. Right. And you got yeah. you got to be pretty far right. And the thing is that it's getting more and more likely that in order to be a, a, a president, um, that gets elected from the Republicans that you can't be that far right. And you know, I, I shouldn't say, because look, we just had a couple of years ago, but uh, I, I think where the country is going, especially with how close Texas was last time, uh, it, it might mm-hmm. be going in the way of Marco Rubio's or, you know, like th- those kind of uh, Republicans, uh, Romney type, Repo- you know, people that aren't, aren't real super right wingers. Maybe we're heading that way. For the Republicans? Uh, possibly, possibly. But uh, there's also a very strong Democratic movement in Texas. Uh, so if uh, if we can over, overcome this, uh, we, we might be able to overthrow the, uh, the hegemony of the Republican Party in Texas one of these days. Well, if that happens, let me tell you, the Republican Party is finished in the United States. Uh, if you don't have those electoral votes uh, coming out yeah. of Texas, uh, you know, there is no chance that you're going to have a Republican, certainly a right-wing Republican, you're not going to have in, uh, in, the, uh, in the country. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people are looking at that. You know, what, you know, a lot of people coming from California and from the West uh, into, mm-hmm. uh, you know, into Texas, into the Southwest. Yes, yes, absolutely. But of course, these are in the, the urban centers on the whole. 
and and they're the ones that are getting one ballot box <laughs> for everybody in the, in the county for uh, for two two point five million people and uh, or two point three three uh, million uh, and so on. So they're trying to water down the influence of the incoming Democrats as much as they can. So uh, everybody's going to have to get, get out and vote wherever they are. If they, uh, and I'll just say that for everybody. That would include all the right-wingers and everyone. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting out the vote. Uh, suppressing the vote yeah, is a different... Yeah, for sure. We've it, got it, to do it. Yeah. Well, listen, Doc, um, uh, unless you have any last words, let me uh, uh, let me thank you for, for sharing once again and giving us... Uh, an update on Texas. I know a lot of people here have no idea what, what what's going on in Texas until you tell us. And yes. you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a in a sense, it's a national problem because all of the Republican-led states are going the same way, uh, thanks to donor trust. Uh, it's pulling the strings because it's funding everybody uh, on the extreme right side. Uh, so uh, that's why all these state legislators are are uh, uh, passing the same voter-restricting bills. I think it's being dictated to them by donors' trust, by the fat cats who are pulling the strings. They really are, and these legislators are like puppets. Amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Doc, thank you very much, and uh, and congratulations on your successful party last night. Oh, yes. We had so much fun. <laughs> Heading back towards normalcy, hopefully. And then hopefully. Yes, we'll it, was, it was very much a normal party with people standing together in clumps and having their own little conversations here and there in the house. And it was too hot. Unfortunately, I had my beautiful patio set up uh, with overhead fans and, and lights and, and so on and a nice table. Uh, set for them, and it was too hot. Nobody went went out there. Uh, and I had flowers blooming. <laughs> really, spent a lot of time thinking about people being out there in the in the uh, fresh air. Of course, there was no fresh air. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Well, listen, Doc. Congrats on the on the party and everything else. And and uh, you got a big blast coming up. In uh, I think July seventh, and we'll be telling everybody about uh, about that as well. Is it July seventh? Is that the the big day? That's the big. Um, yeah, that's the that's the day when I uh, get control of all my books. Yes. Well, that'll be very nice. Uh, it's uh, th- that's it's almost like a, a mortgage, uh, paying off your mortgage, in, in a sense, right? You no, get... no, I've I did that years and years, <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Yeah, but this is this is getting your titles back. This is this is a good thing. Yeah, right. yeah I've that's... got title to all my books. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Doc, thank you very much, and to everyone out there, thank you all for tuning in each and every week. Uh, and you have 124 different outlets to hear us on, and uh, we whatever channel or or um, streaming service you hear us on, certainly we appreciate it and just keep doing that. But you do have many choices. Frank McKay signing off. Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg is our host each and every week. She's the author of 15 books, and we'll be, we will be blasting. Finally, we keep saying it, we'll finally be blasting out uh, the documentary, and you're going to love her. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on The Florence Weinberg Show. <laughs>